How had the woman managed to climb through the rubble and remain fresh and clean? The pie tall, pristine, and white with whipped cream. She was beaming. Mr. Denisov, I wanted to take this opportunity to welcome you to the neighborhood. Her bright tone changed to dismissive. Hello, Burke. Hello, Mrs. Butenshon, Burke said weakly. Jacob rose to his full height. Moore stayed low. Mrs. Butenshon was 5'2", 140 pounds. She wore jeans with rhinestones on the pockets, eyeglasses with rhinestones on the corners, and discreet rhinestone earrings. I made you a howdy new neighbor treat, she offered the pie. Browned coconut crawled through the cream. She continued, My pies are famous in Virtue Falls, aren't they, Burke? Moore was on his knees, easing away. He froze like a cornered rabbit and muttered, Famous. I tried to bring a pie over before, more than once, in fact. She waggled her finger at Jacob. But you didn't answer the door. No. If his door had remained on his house, he still wouldn't have answered it. Mrs. Butenshone took his hand and wrapped it around the ceramic lip of the pie pan. A section of the crust crumbled. She looked stricken. So few people appreciate the work that goes into a real homemade crust. He shoved his thumb in. Crust fell like crisp snow. With a brave lift of the chin, she ignored his antagonism. But at last I get to meet you, so our little mishap here, she waved a hand around at his mangled house, does have at least one happy consequence. Our little mishap. Jacob stared intimidatingly through Burke Moore's sunglasses. It's a tragedy, of course, the way Maddie Hewitson causes trouble. She is certainly incorrigible and possibly venal. Moore had scooted far enough out of the line of fire to stand up. Mr. Denisov, I've got enough to start working up a bid, so I'll head back to the office, then present the bid to Mr. Vazitsky. Shouldn't be any problem. He said anything the insurance disallowed he would pay for out of his own pocket. That's so wonderful and kind, Mrs. Butenshone chirped. Jacob's hostility was undiminished. That prick. Right, Moore said. This afternoon I'll get a guy over here to clean up, and I'll be back tomorrow with the electricians. If I can round up enough generators, I'll get my crew to work day after tomorrow. Jacob moved fast, grabbed Burke's arm. How long will this take? Couple of months. Maybe a little less, maybe a little more. Depends on what we find when we dig into the walls. If there's mold. Moore shook his head dolefully. Two months. Jacob grasped Moore's shoulders firmly enough to make the man wince. I'll do my level best to beat the clock, Moore assured him. Mrs. Butenshone lowered her chin and glared over the top of her glasses. I'll keep you to that promise, Burke. We have a nice, clean, normal neighborhood where children play and flowers bloom. We can't have our street disrupted. I'll be sure it gets done, even if I have to work night and day. Moore shook off Jacob's grip. Keep the sunglasses, man. Now Jacob knew how Maddie had felt the day before when he abandoned her. He had seen a sniper with his target in view who looked less determined than Mrs. Butenshone did at this moment and a faint memory niggled at him. You look like someone I know, someone in black and white. From that old TV sitcom, The Andy Griffith Show, he had it. 
You look like Aunt B. It took her a minute to figure out who he was talking about. Then she flushed, and he could see her struggling between outrage and nosiness. He never had a doubt which one would win. In a soothing, friendly tone, Mrs. Butenschoen asked, Why don't we sit down and have a chat? Get to know each other better. No. After all, I own one of the two largest houses in the neighborhood, and I feel it's my obligation to help maintain the quality of appearance we all want for our little bit of Virtue Falls Historiana. For instance, did you know— Don't care. That these houses date back to the days when Virtue Falls was a sawmill town? These smaller houses were built for the sawmill workers, and the larger houses, like mine, were built for the superintendents who— I don't care.